Let's go. <laughs> How you feeling? Sensational. Yeah. What did I do for you, girl? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Property Strategy Podcast. Got your boy no. Goke in the building today. Who else we got in the building? We got your brother Akin in the building. Fantastic. And we're just going to jump straight to it. Got special guests in the building today. Yeah. It's a family affair. It's a family yeah. affair. It's a family affair. Come hey. on. Are we with family? Yeah, this is your, your family as well. Your family. I got my blood brother in the building. Jeez. I got my non blood brother in the wow. building. Wow. So that means we're not family. No, what, I mean, wow. You already started. This is sorry, a, a whole, a whole, you're bringing the whole family energy oh, into this. Come on, Michael, man. Oh, gosh. We got, we got a couple of doctors in the building. We got today. modern medics in the building. Modern day medics. Modern day medics. Yeah, Say get right. to know. Come on. So Modern day medics. Come let's, on. let's just go around. You guys just introduce yourself briefly, first of all. Name, who you are, what you do, and yeah, we'll take it from there. Yeah, I'll start. Uh, my name is Ola. I'm a gastroenterology doctor currently working at uh, King's College, um, London in Denmark Hill. Um, also currently doing my PhD as well. Fantastic. And what else do you want to know? No, I think that's that's pretty much it. Um, you know, yeah. just a taster. Yeah, we don't want right. to give them too much yet. You also right. got in the building, and I'm also Goke's blood brother. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, he's, he's my blood brother. Blood. He's my blood. Older brother, blood. younger brother. Which one? Oh come on, <laughs> looking <laughs> younger. <laughs> <laughs> he's my older brother, and then we got Michael in the building. <laughs> All right, I'm Michael. Um, yeah, doctor as well. Cheese. GP trainee, uh-huh. KSS, so Kent Deanery. Fantastic. Um, do you want all my accolades as well? No, no. These guys mentioned people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 what's some more? What's some more? What's some more? Accolades. Match that. Yeah, add some. Add some smokes on it. Former teacher. Yeah. Diploma in peds. Diploma in geriatrics. Wow. I can go on. More, 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 more. But yeah. Nice, nice. Okay, cool. I mean, you've kind of given us a snippet of who you are. Yeah. It'll be nice to kind of understand like how you became a doctor. I think Michael will probably go with you first because your journey was a little bit. Exciting. Jinky. It wasn't wasn't straightforward kind of route. So, yeah, just Um, tell us. uh, How can I make this short? (laughs) So, obviously, I said before, I was a former teacher. Um, Initially did biomed. I always wanted to become a doctor, but um, that didn't really work out initially. Mm. But um, I went into teaching about four and a half years, but I didn't give up on my dreams. The, The students that I taught, they were really supportive. I let them in on what I actually wanted to do initially and mm. they actually encouraged me to still pursue medicine and then yeah wow. literally went abroad went oh. to Poland studied medicine for four years wow. post-grad Damn. and I'm here today wow wow so it was your students kind of pushing them yeah they did apart obviously family Michael. close friends but mm. they're the ones who are saying that you know sir if you're trying to encourage us to push your dreams oh. to push our dreams you should push yours so it was quite nice quite sweet and interesting enough some of the students that I taught mm-hmm. Are my colleagues now like I work with them, oh, wow. or they're also doctors as well? Yeah, Michael was an ITV mate. Was oh, was he? For no, student? Why are you exposing? No, please it? tell us. It was ITV, wasn't it? We didn't know we had celebs in the building today. Yeah, well, well, yeah. I mean, do you know what? That was actually quite an interesting case, actually. Uh. Um, what happened? So one of so one of the students that I taught, um, we live like within the same area. Was it Black and Blue Coat? Yeah, black and blue clothes. Big up everyone. That went it went down. Clothes. I can't win this. That's the first You went there. Good people. I um, mean, you know, celebrities, you know, Rio Ferdinand, you know, yeah, Stephen yeah, Lawrence, yeah, yeah, so yeah, rest in yeah, peace. They went to black and blue clothes as well. So that's okay. right. But anyway, yeah. Um, so one of the students that I taught, so obviously we live in the local area, but he, I mean, he worked in a hospital was quite close to where, where, where we live. And um, we went to the hospital. I went to the hospital. We saw him. We, like, we literally, t- t- literally just t- took a picture and um, he posted it on Twitter mm. or tweeted it, should I say. And um, 
I mean, bless, thank God for good genes. People <laughs> thought, people weren't sure if I was the student Teacher or, the, or student. the student. So they weren't sure. They w- didn't know. So I think that went quite right. That, that well, actually viral. viral. Wow. And ITV picked it up and they said, yeah. They reached out. They want, yeah, they reached out and Damn. it was basically on the news. Damn. Well yeah. done. Right, calm down. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, so that was interesting. And then Ola, with you, what was your journey? How yeah, how did you get into medicine? Um, to be fair, mine wasn't that exciting. Um, well, I guess it is exciting because I came from Nigeria when I was in year ten. So doing that was it that late? You came to Nigeria? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Was it, Nigeria? Was it that late? Yeah. Oh, okay. Year ten, and then went to sixth form in Clapham SFX, Jeez. and from there just applied to do medicine and actually. The funny thing, I got into the six-year medical program at King's mm. or um, the EMDP program, which... Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is not... I, don't, I think it's still around now, actually, mm. but the idea of it is to kind of give opportunity for students who went to inner-city London, yeah, you know, the diversity. Diversity, you know, that yeah. <laughs> That's how yeah. you made it. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> you were getting where you fit in, bro. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, well, yeah, so that's how, that's how I got in, basically. Uh, and, yeah, and... Yeah, went to King's, King's College London, mm. which, yeah, and I was there for six years, and mm. that was it, really. How yeah. How has it been, being a doctor? I mean, going from, you know, studying, and then now you're, you're a, is it a registrar? Or yeah. Doing right now? Yeah, so how has that journey been, would you say, pretty straightforward, difficult, challenges? Um, I mean, to be fair, I mean, it has been challenging, mm. but I think it's been challenging because it's been, you have to constantly keep thinking of the next step and how to achieve the next step because each hurdle there is exams or interview or shortlisting process obviously for finishing medical school and starting foundation training you have to you know go through a ranking system i got sent to nottingham because i remember that time i didn't didn't rank highly enough so so yeah so nottingham well actually nottingham turned out to be a good you know good blessing disguise obviously I met my lovely wife there, so uh, so that's fine. And yeah, then I came back to London yet again. Another you know application process where you have to apply, mm. and I wanted to do gastroenterology, which means you have to do medicine for you have to be a, um, you have to do internal medicine for two years. What's that? Role, sorry? What's what's it, what's it called? Gastroenterology. What do you do? What what do you do? Well, it's basically the doctors that deals with the gastrointestinal tract. So anything from your mouth to your Anus. Exactly. So oh, any, wow. any anything that That's involves with food, basically. <laughs> pause. A big pause on that one. That's a <laughs> so yeah, Life so gut, yeah, so gut health is sort of what we do, and obviously I enjoy, it, I love it, but I'm no. not here to talk about gastro. But yeah, so in terms of my journey, so then my SHO year was in Southeast London, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Then mm-hmm. I did that for two years. Medicine itself has its own challenges, of course, yeah. but and. Then we have to go for another, you know, process to get to meet, to apply for, to gastroenterology, and I was quite keen to stay within the South London GSS area because mm. that's kind of where I grew up. So, mm. yet again, you have to sort of be strategic, scheme your way, you know, get a few box tick, you know, ticked basically to mm. get there. And thank God, I kind of got what I wanted in terms of the deanery I wanted and also the specialty I wanted. Nice. And yeah, and I haven't looked back since. So. It's been a bit of a long journey since graduating from medical school because I've sort of just been working since. And actually, this is my first time taking a break and doing this PhD. So, nice, nice. so yeah, it's, it's actually been fun. Would you say you have to have a passion to want to be a doctor? Is it yeah. Just... 
Like you like so di- are you dying for it? Like you're passionate about yeah. so you dying. Oh, like, you look at you look like you had a long day today. <laughs> Show us that we you know <laughs> inspire well, us that we, well. you're enjoying it. Um what well, to be fair, you kinda need to be passionate about it. Yeah. Because the you know, the money's it's not the one. It's not <laughs> enough to keep you motivated, yeah. to be honest. And you, you kind of need more than the financial benefit to it because it's not. It's not that great. And you can, there's a lot of other profession you can do if you're looking for money. So you definitely need to be passionate about it. Mm. It doesn't mean the passion will stay during your whole time That's in medicine, yeah. like, like you rightly said. Mm. And I look tired right now, yeah. and I'd even go to work today. But it's just sometimes it mm. just has this way of just wearing you down yeah, and just yeah, making yeah. you tired. So. So yeah, man. But yeah, yeah you kind of need to be passionate about it, though. Do you yeah. agree, Michael? What's your take, Michael? Yeah, I mean, I mean, medicine, like the, like they always say, it's a lifelong vocation. You're constantly studying. I mean, today now, I've just been studying for um, exams coming up. And as you know, I don't know if you've seen the news, but obviously, this strike has been going on for part what nearly a year now. Yeah, yeah. Overpay Gosh. restoration. So the, it's not about the money. It's not about the money. It's about like the word you use passion you have mm. to love um treating people mm. especially in their vulnerable state mm. um and you have to make sure that you that you just see it as something that is part of you mm. don't get me wrong there's a lot of people that go into medicine because they've been forced by yep. their parents that could have been no i wasn't forced but it could have been me <laughs> well, coerced. yeah lo- lawyer lawyer could have been me you know, so. you, you know one of them ones you know one yeah. of them ones where you're not a lawyer you're not a doctor you're not exactly. an engineer yeah. architect what else can i do you yeah. know, but I think for me personally, like I was saying that like, I actually love medicine. Mm. Like, okay. I love it. Mm. And the reason why I say that I do love it is because I was a teacher first mm-hmm. and I was excelling as a teacher. Okay. I mean, I was doing quite well. You know, I was, you know, um, well, yeah, of it's science. Wow. And um, it was a thing where I was actually excelling, but because of the passion that I have for the subject or the, the career, mm. that's what made me still go into it. So, I know a lot of people now that even want to drop out mm. of medicine because they just don't see it for mm. themselves. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it is the property strategist podcast and, and just to kind of reaffirm, the reason I brought you guys on is obviously being doctors, being able to kind of build a portfolio of properties. So I guess we thought to bring you on just to kind of see how you guys have done it, what kind of challenges you guys have come through. Um, so, yeah, we kind of, yeah, let's kick off. Um, Ola, how, what was like your... First introduction to property, would you say? Um, I think for me, my, you know, I was I bought my first flat, I think, about three, four years ago now. Mm. But prior to that, I've always been interested in property. I mean, everyone gets this cliche introduction by watching Homes Under the Armour and all that stuff. And for me, that's always sparked an interest in property for me. But I always thought... Whilst you're in medicine, it's very difficult to try and juggle both. Mm. Is either you finish your medical training and when you become a consultant, then you've got a bit of money, then you can start, you know, pivoting to something else like medicine, but and like property. But actually, obviously, having Goki as my brother and seeing how he did it whilst working as a pharmacist, then and actually realize it's and also Goki's wife as well doing it, realizing that actually it's not. You know, it's it's not it's not impossible to juggle it with, you know, current medical training. So I then went on to buy my first flat then, which obviously I was just planning to just buy something for myself. And shortly afterwards... Um, what was that process? Because I know you got that through the council. Was that the council? Yeah, thing? yeah. That was Talk a about tough, that a little bit. Yeah, That yeah. was a tough process, actually, because it was a flat in Greenwich and it was very... 
a lot of the high street banks wouldn't lend me the money for it because mm-hmm. um, the state of the flat then and also it was a high rising high building. Rise. I think I was, I was on the 14th floor of that flat as okay. well. So a lot of the, I went with um, London and country then. Yeah, yeah. And the thing with London and country is they're great because they don't charge you any money. But yeah, actually yeah. once your story becomes completely Com- different yeah. from the orthodox, yeah, you know, buying, they yeah. literally just disappeared. They didn't yeah, even tell yeah. me why, they didn't even tell me nothing. They oh, just wow. literally just mm. went side radio silence on me. So I finally met this amazing broker who kind of just sorted me out. It was tough, but he found me. The interest rate then was mad because I remember this was four years ago and I thought, wow, this is a high interest rate. But compared to now, no. actually. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, oh, yeah wow. it's, I think I then it was four. It was 4.9%. Oh. Well, that would have been at that time. And quite at that time, crazy. that was high. But yeah. I just needed to get it because no one else was giving yeah, me. No one yeah, else was yeah. giving me mortgage. I yeah, no, I and I was it, thinking, though. is it really worth it? But then the council then was giving me a lot of discounts. So I How much of, is discount did you get on that one? I can't tell you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> percentage, right? No, percentage. No, it was, it was, yeah, I mean, it was a lot. It was okay. a good, I think, 30%. Yeah, no, no. Because no. yeah, it was right 30, to buy, right? Yeah, right to buy, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like good 30, even yeah. probably 35% yeah, discount, yeah, yeah. actually. Oh, so that's fantastic. And so that, Greenwich, Prime Greenwich. So that's, yeah, so, that, so that's helped a lot. Uh, I mean, that helped a lot. So I got it then, and I was still living at that flat then. So for me, it was just more of just buying something in London for me mm. to live in, basically, rather than paying rent. And actually, I was living in my parents' house then. So bought that and then obviously I got engaged. Um, I was seeing Shine at that time and we went to this property um, course and that course literally just opened our eyes really to, you know, the possibilities of what you can do, you know, whilst actively trying to acquire wealth. And they always, everyone talks about financial freedom, don't they? So yep. for me, it was that was the light bulb moment for me. And obviously seeing how Gokes was doing it as well, it kind of made sense. So me and Sean just kind of put our head together. And I remember the first <laughs> first buy-to-let property we bought, it was crazy because we thought we did the maths right. Mm. And, <laughs> and we did it, we did it through auction. Yeah. And it was shortly after uh, shortly after I bought my Greenwich flat, actually. And we thought, yeah, because the course taught you about the maths and how to, you know, buy below market value, how to add value and all that stuff. Mm. We thought we did the maths right. And the fact the the hammer went onto the auction, the house was ours now. We had I think, what, 56 days or something like complete. that to, to complete. Yeah. And we, then we start to realise, actually, the maths we did was not right. But we can't, we can't pull, pull back. We can't pull out. Mm. It's too late. But we managed to put everything together to make sure we got that place. And our investment area then probably, I mean, probably not doing investing in that area now, actually, but then was Lincoln. So mm. we kind of need to make it work, basically. And it worked eventually. And actually, looking back now, it's probably one of our best investments, best actually. Works. When you, when you say the numbers, you got the numbers wrong, what was it? Was it more you had to put in more that you thought you was going to have to put in or was it just um, the, the the returns weren't as exciting as you thought it was going to be? I think it was more of this kind of, the course kind of sold us a lovely dream of how you can buy a property where no money down, you know, <laughs> you can get all your money out yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the maths we did, we thought get all your money out. we got all our money out. Right. And actually, it wasn't until we purchased the property and we realised, actually, <laughs> I <laughs> think you might in. have about 20 grand stuck into this property. Okay. And I looked at my wife, I mean, she, I, you know, I looked at Sean, obviously he wasn't wife at that time, but I looked at her thinking, you know, <laughs> we, property? what are we going to do here? Are we gonna, <laughs> so welcome we, to property. <laughs> not, there wasn't any going, there wasn't any going yeah, back. Man. We just had to make it work. Mm. And 
Yeah, and we just had to make it work, basically. Mm. And like I said, it was actually, in hindsight, even though we got the maths wrong, eventually it worked out for us. Mm. We probably we definitely didn't get the money out all in one go, even in the first year. But after after three years, we got all our money back out. Wow. So, oh, fantastic! Wow, that's amazing. Why did you Why did you pick Lincoln first of all? By the way, like just random. Um, Lincoln's always had a soft spot for us because obviously that's where I met my wife. Um, yeah, that's when we started dating, and also we know the area quite well. Okay. Um, I did my second year of my foundation training there, mm. and uh, I mean at that time property market was wasn't wasn't as it wasn't a popular area, mm. and also the house prices then was was good enough for us to be able to afford mm. you know a twenty five percent deposit. Okay, seventeen, eighty, ninety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I, it's funny. Our first property we bought under auction. It was like seventy two k. Oh wow. Yeah, so it's slightly relatively. I wouldn't say easy, but it was easy to put the money together, together, especially if it's two of us, right. you know, to, um, to um to get that. Yeah. And obviously, if even last time we were mortgaged, and now it's something it's up to one hundred twenty-five. So oh, it's oh, kind, wow. of, kind of appreciated. Like, like four or five years. Like three, yeah, so yeah, like, like three, four years. Three, four years. Yeah. Yeah. Do you just do you rent it, rent it out to the standard family, or do you do it to like? Yeah, we, yeah, we mm-hmm. standard family because okay. Lincoln's got Article Four. Okay, okay. So it's difficult to like you know yeah. do HMO there, but actually, to be honest, standard family has been it's been quite good for us okay. there. No quite headaches a few and of stuff. Our properties there. Well, sh- well, recently we're having some tenants issue, okay. <laughs> but actually prior to <laughs> get, that, get go care in the case. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> to be honest, prior to that, you know, all our properties there have been quite good. You know, okay. easy. We rented it very quickly. No that's issues good. with tenants, and yeah, then it's been quite that's good. That's good. That's good. Before, before we move into my core and get his story, um. In regards to how do you fund the first, well, the the auction one? Was it just joint savings or like how, as a medical doctor? Like how yeah, to be fair, a lot of our um, buy-to-let properties have been funded purely from savings. Okay. Yeah, because, um, like I said, because of the location, mm. you know, 25% of, you know, 80, 90, 100Ks is still, yeah. it's a lot of money, don't get me wrong, but myself and my wife, we do a lot of um, locum. I'm sure a lot of the doctors listening know what that is, mm. basically, Outside your normal job as a doctor, you can obviously, you know, outsource your skills to work on weekends or during the week or on leaves, to, you know, to make extra money. Extra so we money. do a lot of that. I know a lot of our friends think, are you guys crazy? Why are you like coming all the time? But yeah, for nice. us, we kind of know why we're doing that, basically. Right. And we know we just wanted to have this property portfolio to right. kind of set, you know, set us off to make us slightly much more comfortable down the line. Nice. So a lot of it is through just doing locum, and, um, doing, uh, yeah, just doing locum, basically. And how else do we fund it? Yeah, it's pretty pretty much locum. And after doing the first second one, we were able to re you know refinance and pull some money out that way and fund the fourth and fifth. So that's kind of how it works. That's kind of that's kind of how it works. And obviously, you get the odd, you know, money from family gift. Well. (laughs) 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 Gifting you, you know. So yeah, so that's kind of how it's worked. Okay, Michael, what was your introduction to property? Because I'm quite interested to hear. I don't think I actually know the story myself, so yeah, I'm looking forward yeah, to hearing really it. Knows you, <laughs> yeah. Make sure you credit us if there's any credit to be given, by the way. No, I, no, I actually was going to credit you guys. Oh, wow. I was just joking. I was just joking. I was just joking. I was just joking as well. I was just joking. Aki was fishing for that. I was fishing for that. I was just joking, but fair enough. But on a serious note, so... To be honest, it's so nice to hear other people's stories because everyone's journey is actually quite different. So I think with me was that Obviously, when I was a teacher, I had quite a lot of savings, actually. Mm. I, you know, I was living at home. I don't understand. Sorry, I just have to pause. I don't understand how you did it because you was always dripped up. But then you had so much mm. savings. Like, what was the secret? 
the plug. But anyway, but, uh, you know what it was? Was that obviously when I was teaching, I think it kind of goes back to that. So when I was teaching, I was saving a lot. And when I realised that um, I had the opportunity to go to Poland to study mm. medicine, um, I had to make sure that I had to decide, I had to decide look, am I going to use the money now to, um, you know, to, f- to fund my med school? Or am I going to use to buy a property? Mm. And what's so funny was that I actually was going to buy a property in Irif. Oh, wow. I never didn't know this. So I was going to buy a property in Irif, and I went to the viewing really good, you know, actually went really, what, what really year well. Would, what, what year would this have been, sorry? Before Poland, though. Before, yeah, did it before Poland. Yeah, I'm trying to ask, I'm, ask I'm, po- I'm, po- I'm podcast interviewing you. He's asking me like I'm asking you choose the questions. You're on my podcast. Um, this was before. This was before Poland. Oh, okay, okay. I, I was just making sure yeah, this was before. Want, do you want yeah as well? I want. Every, I want every month. <laughs> and the day. Do you want day? Yeah, yes, yeah, please. Per- 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 anyway, um, you guys are funny. Um, on a serious note, so yeah, it was before Poland, and um, I think then, no, then I actually didn't know that I was actually going to go to med school. So oh, I actually no. was going to buy a property because mm. the plan was I was going to do a PhD uh, in yeah. in medical um education, yeah. go down that route, become a head teacher. Why property for you though? Just before you get into it, like why? Why? Because why did you? Think I think with me personally, I'm not really into stocks or mm. shares. Mm. I mean, probably not. I should really look into and get into it, but yeah. I don't really know much no about much it. About it. Mm. Um. I wanted to get into something where that I know that in in future mm. I was I'm able to make money from it. Gotcha. Um, some people are into watches, like I mentioned before, stocks and shares. I didn't know much about it, so mm. I thought mm, property seems quite a good um, avenue to go down into. Mm. Um, and what happened was that the property I was talking about in Irith that actually fought through. It oh, didn't. Wow. I, oh, so I, you made it offer? Yeah, I made it, oh yeah, I made the offer. But oh, you're yeah, yeah, making the offer and everything. I made the offer wow. everything. It fought through. But then what, what was quite interesting was that the money that I was going to use. Mm to put down a deposit mm. for that property was what I used to fund my med school because obviously wow. it was mm. yeah it was I so was if that so gone through you and me a doctor today well yeah I'll be maybe oh, wow. I mean no. maybe a head teacher maybe a head teacher I mean no I probably still would have don't get it twisted I probably would still be a doctor I mean maybe no shade to people doing GoFundMe but I would have I would have <laughs> asked you guys to <laughs> sponsor <laughs> sponsor my medical career <laughs> I probably would have done something like that but in, um but the money that I wanted to use for the deposit is what I used to fund. Oh, um, med school. Med school. Obviously, my parents, my mum, you know, chimed in as well and mm. obviously helped out as well. Mm. And so, obviously, went to med school now. And this is four years of me not working. Mm-hmm. And this is literally... Oh, so you weren't working in Poland? No. I mean, do I know... Jin, Jin do I don't speak language. I Everything is colour. I, <laughs> I, know four, I know four words. What? Jin Dobre and Dovazenia. I didn't... Literally, I went to med school, did what I had to be done mm. and came back home. Gotcha, mm. gotcha. And um, obviously, there were... Obviously, during some holidays, I did some t- private tuition. Mm. Just a little bit of money to, you know, to cater for the drip. Ah, <laughs> But um, but then when I came back now, I realised that, do you know what? I do want to get into property. Mm. And interestingly enough, because this is where the plug comes in, your book, well done, guys. Oh, well done. Oh, thank well you very done. much. Well oh, wow. Cheers. Well oh, thank you. Thank you, you know, you. read your book. Wow, thank you. Wow, thank you. Um, and that really... Some people using it as the open, open up their door, yeah. keep their kitchen door open. I mean, but, I did yeah. use that for a while, for one of the houses. Okay, fair enough. Wow, fair enough. No, but on a serious note, I actually read your book. And Is that book still available there, guys? Yeah, it's still available on Amazon. Go get it. What's it called? What's the title? How to buy a house, yeah. Lovely. Okay, is that my, is it my turn? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so read your book and yeah. I think what, what, I, what I really realised that I've been in F1 to a foundation year one doctor. You're not really getting paid. Even mm. though I was in London and people just assume that if you work in London, you're going to get a lot of money. So I did yeah. my F1 at St. Thomas's 
to be honest, the money didn't make sense. 20, 29 grand. No comment. Okay. And um, did my F2 um, in a hospital in Kent. And I realised that, okay, initially, actually, I wasn't happy about working at this hospital. Why? Um, because I just thought it was a bit... I wanted to work in London. I wanted to stay in London. Thank you. Are. But then exactly. Ola actually, Ola actually said to me was that look, working here is actually quite good because the bank rate is quite is, is good. You can okay. you can like lo- locum. you can locum, locum and yeah. then you can do an F three, which is a fan, which is a year we we take a gap and just work. Okay. And I actually did that, and that this is where it all started. Mm. So I said the money came in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's where it all started, and I literally I banked a lot. Mm. I really just locumed, and Bear. I mean people just call me the locum boy because <laughs> even some of the consultants will say to me are you in training or are you just doing locum because you're always here mm. and i knew what i knew what i was doing the end goal was to buy my first property okay. and what's so what's so interesting was that i really wanted to buy in london but as you know london to buy in london is that you really, it's yeah. really really expensive mm-hmm. um so i was actually looking into kent but what but the thing is that with kent is that some of the houses that i did not like i didn't like the fact that to go to the toilet, the toilet you have to go, go through the kitchen. kitchen yeah. mm. Not, not my friend. Not, I don't like that at all. And even some of the bedrooms <laughs> as well. That's got privilege. <laughs> even some of the bedrooms as well. You're not living there, bro. <laughs> well, regardless, though, I just thought that even some of the bedrooms they were advertise it as a free bed. Oh, but then to go into, yeah, you have to go into the third. No, I don't like those ones. I, I just thought it wasn't the one. And the money that I had at that time, I thought I knew that if I waited. If I waited a bit longer, I knew I would have to buy in um, in London. Mm-hmm. But my brother actually also wanted to buy property as well. Mm-hmm. So it was a thing where like we're both looking at looking out for properties, but we weren't, weren't finding what we what wanted, wanted, especially within the um, budget. budget that we wanted. Mm. But then, like, bless my mum, she's so smart. She was just like, why are you guys basically going against each other? Why can't mm. you come together mm. and buy a property together with exactly what you wanted and that's mm. what we did mm. um so we put our, our um deposit together and we were able to buy our first property in london you know a nice um three bed technically four bed garage conservatory wow. really nice townhouse in a nice location wow. and that was how we were able to buy um our first property and what's so interesting that if i actually waited mm. for a while i would have been caught up in this whole interest oh, yeah. rate business so mm. And I don't, the prayers that you know, prayers that our mums are doing are you know, are really good ones, aren't they? Yeah, so yeah. that was really good. So I did that. So we bought the first one, and then I think that what Ola was saying, I think once you buy the first one, it kind of makes things a lot easier. Yeah. I think then obviously I had a bit more knowledge. Obviously, a plug reading your book, know how to go about things, um, and then I realized, okay, do you know what now? Because even though it's saying that buying your first one makes it easier for the second one, but in the day you still need money. You still need money. Because buying your second one now needs a, you just took 25%. Mm. And my family's quite, we're quite business orientated. So, and that's when I then now teamed up with my mum to buy the second, the third. Mm. It's a family wow. affair. Wow. So, it's a, it, in my case, it's actually, mm. it is a family affair. Mm. And I realised that a lot of um, families in different ethnic backgrounds actually do it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. especially to support each other yeah. and i thought that why is that within my demographic my culture why can't that be the same i, I don't know if the plugs are they, they're not plugging i feel like there's i feel like we have more conversations i was waiting to, mm. for you to drop my name more anyway no, I'm, joking, <laughs> I'm, joking, I'm joking i'm joking i'm joking but come down you, you, you raise wow. a good point though you really raise a good point um because for you to look at that situation and go actually i'm looking at buying a property it's not ideal for you know what i'm actually after my brother's doing the same thing but i'm actually going to drop the pride come together with my brother who's mm. family anyway and this is what you do it for generational mm. 
well for your family, for your future, and team up together, and even go to your mum who we need to probably even get your pop, your mum on this podcast because she's been investing from before, right? She's been yeah, I mean she's been investing from before, as in like back home, exactly. But in terms of the UK, like the UK, she really wanted. At the end of the day, my mum will always say to me, "Whatever I have is for mm. you." Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, she doesn't plan to. Ret- well, retire here completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wants. She wants to go back home. So, she to, in in her, in her eyes is that there's no you know this 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 family. When you have family, you come together. Mm. You know you can do so much more. Hundred percent. It's showing now because all our properties are in London. Yeah, and I love that about that your portfolio as well. By the way, that you that you that you made sure that look, I'm gonna do it in London. Yeah, and even in areas that are you know prime in London. Not yeah, where like really London, London and. And I think through managing those properties, which probably we are going to get into, yeah, we're going way, to it next. Which has now la- allowed me now to now manage into manage other properties, which, Well, let's get let's get into that a little oh. bit, just in terms of that the strategy you use for, you know, your properties. You know, mm-hmm. you obviously do you work with supported living mm-hmm. agencies. How did that come about? And which property and you know, et yeah. So, um, so one of our properties did a classic, you know, pull it out on spare room and um, actually no. Tell her like no, tell the truth actually. So one of the properties that we bought, um, there was already already a living tenant. So the the previous landlord didn't actually want to. Ideally, they wanted to sell the property with the land or the um, tenant staying there. Mm-hmm. So we didn't care. Okay. So that was quite good. So mm-hmm. we just basically went ahead and kept the tenants there as it is. Did you know how much rent they were paying and stuff? Yeah, yeah, we know how much rent they're pray, um, not praying, paying, pay, paying, um, and um, <laughs> hallelujah, <laughs> um. And we just obviously, out of courtesy as well, they've been, they've been really, really good tenants. Okay. Um, we know we kept the rent the same. Yeah, and then obviously we, local. obviously, I mean, no bought up to yeah, a certain no. point. <laughs> Ooh, hello. Uh, you know what's yeah. happening. <laughs> we had to increase it. Ah. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, but you, you talked about the supported. Yeah, um, how, how did that come about? So, yeah, so, the, yeah, so the next property that we got, so we actually, again, we'll pull it out. Yep. Because I didn't know much about it, to but we pull it out and whoever wants to take it, Online, 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 yeah, advertised on spare room, and then this company reached out to us, and they were like, "Oh, you know what? We are, you know, what what we do supported living." I didn't know much about it at Mm -hmm. all. Obviously, I reached out to you guys, Atkins. That's a plug. This is your time. I'm just just keep plugging. Just keep plugging. Just keep plugging us. I think what is so good about it is that, uh, like we said in the beginning, yeah. What advantage of renting to supported living for you as a landlord? What's what's been the advantages and maybe even disadvantages of renting to supported living? I mean, the biggest. So I will talk about the advantages first. Yeah. The advantage is that literally you give it to them. Here's the keys. Yeah, here's the keys and they That's literally it. run. Mm. I honestly, like my mum was even saying to me the other day, ah, they're so good. <laughs> even the day before this, they paid the money on time. <laughs> I was like, mum was like, we have to keep them sweet. And I was like, yes, mum, we'll definitely keep them sweet. Honestly, I have no issues whatsoever. It's mm. perfect. And compared to my other property where I have a family living there, mm. now that's headache. Oh, yeah. Because with them, it's like, it's, this ah, is this. this, week, this mm. I mean, no, they're good. No, they do pay their rent on time. It's just more so kind of like, oh, this is not working or that's not working. Oh, okay. um, I think with that one, because... It's so interesting because you learn from you learn each time yeah, you're buying yeah, property. Yeah, yeah, so that yeah. first one we didn't really do, which we should have actually. Reading from your book, I should have kind of like got the surveyors to come in, mm. look at it properly, yeah, look yeah, at yeah. what's not well, you know what you know what's broken or what could have been fixed. Because then when we bought that property, there was like niggly issues and stuff. There was issues that we should have mm. easily spotted. But on next properties that we bought, we did all of that. Okay. We and then so now is that. So now when we gave the keys to the supported living, mm. literally no issues whatsoever. Mm. I mean, one or two, but 
not that much of a big deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then, no, go, 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 go. No, I was just going to say, um, just moving on, um, obviously you guys being full-time doctors, this isn't a part-time gig for you guys, right? You're full-time doctors. Yeah. How are you managing, because you guys obviously built, you know, a property portfolio. How are you managing that, like doing both? Like obviously you've got tenants to answer to. Are you guys managing it yourself or? Mm. Yeah, Ola, we'd love to hear from you. Because um, for us, we've got four of our properties in Lincoln and two in London. So the Lincoln one, there's no way we could have managed it ourselves. Um, we live in London. And so we we just gave that to um, to someone who manages for us. And she's fantastic because okay. she... She started with our first one, mm. and we kind of, and she, she literally just takes over, takes over. We don't, we don't hear from her unless something really, really, you know, something expensive. really, really expensive needs sorting out. Mm. And often it's just she's just sending us a text message: "This needs sorting out. Can we take out for the next rent? Mm. Um, next rent." So that's really made life easy for us. Like you rightly said, you know, we're full time doctors, myself and my wife, so we we actually don't have time for that. The London one initially, I re- I gave it to a agent agent and actually the agent was charging me 15 percent of the rent and obviously london rent's quite high so for me i need every and also london mortgage is also quite high because of how i purchased the property to start with and the problem with the agent in london is every time there's an issue they call me to try and find you know Mm. like someone to help solution i just thought what's the point so i used them for six months and after a while i just had to terminate the contract it was a bit expensive because i had to pay you know you know early termination and stuff but i think it was worth it for us because one i lived in that house beforehand so i know the house very well Mm. it's not too far from where i live now in terms of where we where we live in london so i just thought we can just manage that ourselves. and actually it's been a year now we've been managing ourselves and actually often it's a lot of the stuff we've been called to sort out is not that much at all and working full-time as a doctor Managing the London one was kind of all right, actually, because often if there's something that needs sorted now, I can just kind of, most of the time I can delay them to the weekend when I'm off and I can just go and sort it out or or just because I've got a handyman in London, I can just call him and just say, can you go there and sort it out for us? So actually managing the properties have been okay in London because I do it myself with my wife and outside London, strictly, we've just got someone sorting out for us. And what about you, Michael? Um, and obviously you're managing a few properties as well. Talk about that and also how you're managing working and doing that as well. Okay. Yeah, I'll probably talk about a time both of them. So with with um my properties that I have, um, I think managing managing that and being a full time doctor, I, I I'm be honest with you, it's not easy. It's not easy at all, especially as well. Um, I'm surprised we haven't. Well, we've mentioned one day medics, but obviously we run an organisation as well. Oh yeah. Um, and other and life is life in, so it's not easy. It's not easy, but however, it's actually quite fun because it makes life interesting. Mm, mm, mm. So you like dramas. Also. I mean, well, <laughs> do I like drama? Well, I like talking about the drama. I don't like being. I like, to, I like telling the story, but yeah. being involved in it is not. It's not. It's not fun. I'll talk about one in particular in a minute. But um, but yeah, I think getting phone calls as soon as i see one of the tenants phone me or message me my, my heart just literally i'm at one point i'm like, like yeah what do you want now yeah. and sometimes they're like oh we just phoned in to say okay say hello i'm like oh that's, ah, that's strange yeah, mm-hmm. yeah i do get hellos because uh-huh. no, I, I am a good landlord you know uh-huh. yeah but like, um no i said you said, I said oh, okay I just, well, shade. <laughs> i'm watching you um but yeah just in summary i would definitely say for my purposes is it has been quite challenging but um it's about having time management. So I, I'm literally old school. I have a old, I'm actually old fashioned. I have my diary. Okay. Um, and I put in when I, ha- I do my locums. I put in when I'm trying to do modern day medic stuff. 
when I, when I you know, have soft life as well. I try to kind of like <laughs> put everything. You just come fresh <laughs> from a holiday, I think. It's never been a week now, hasn't it? Mm, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I try to, I'm, I would say I'm, I'm actually quite organised with my time. Mm-hmm. Now, recently, I can mention, I have now taken a bit more on my plate. So mm-hmm. I'm managing four other properties. Four, wow. Yeah. Um, Hardy Medicine, wow. Yeah, so I imagine four. That's money. Lacks money. Do you know money. what? That's where the drip like comes from. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's where all the drip like comes from. In this life, yeah. Yeah. are these your friends' properties? You just nah. managing? So no. So basically, so ah. one of. Oh, I'm trying to get no, in on no, the act no, now, isn't no, it? No, 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 not much. So I know my strength. So, so my, so my, um, my godmother, so her sister, um, she like big sister, big sister to me. So she, um, basically, she's she has relocated to, um, another country, and what's happened is that she has four properties that she ah. just basically just can't really manage wow so yeah so she can't really manage and what's happened is that she said she wanted somebody who's kind of who's au fait with property and knows what's going on would you give it to acting to okay yeah um so who's someone who knows about property and um kind of like can basically do the job yeah. now i mean yes i have properties but managing i'm just about managing mine, yeah. but managing others. I just thought, mm, I knew that I could outsource it at, to somebody else. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. but I just thought, you know what? I need to learn myself. Yeah. And it's something that I do want to get into or um, in the future as well. You know, I, I am creating a portfolio, so mm-hmm. to speak. So yeah, so I, picked, I took up on four properties and let me tell you something now, wow. headache. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, I'm getting a percentage of the rent, and yeah. you know, money is coming in. It's nice, but is, is, is the headache worth the money? That's what I was about um, to ask. You know, is the headache worth the money? I, I, do you know what I was say? Currently, currently now, no. <laughs> as a full time doctor, as a full time doctor, no, yeah, it's yeah. not worth the yeah. money. As a full time doctor, it's not worth the money. But you have to think about the long term and lessons that needs to be learned yeah Yeah, i need to end of the day i know for sure that this is only going to be for a short period of time in terms of the um struggles or you know the drama however it is you want to put it that Mm. i might be going through Mm. with regards to properties Mm -hmm. but i know that in future you know by god's grace i'm gonna have 10 15 Mm. properties and through experience i will know how to manage it um, to manage yeah, it yeah, and yeah. in life comes with experience isn't it it's yeah, not yeah. just straight away that you, you are going to be this property mogul you know what Absolutely. to do you have to learn so i'll call this my learning my learning period my yeah. season. I'm, sh- I'm sure i would have given you some tips around passing it on to someone else and you know you got family that's in property but anyway i mean yeah i mean yeah yeah i mean yeah you did definitely you know, passed it on to you know i mean yeah, uh, uh, you know square property management yeah that's what i would have thought if you if you would have listened to what i said in the beginning mm. that i said that that's i could true. have easily passed it okay on no, to i'm just saying else. i think i'm saying but you know sometimes no but it's good i get it though i get why you're doing it i get i get the i hold the the whole thinking behind it so it makes sense what is some of the headaches you're having at the moment oh classically Tenants not not paying rent. Honestly, I've what was that show that um can't pay we'll take it away? (laughs) So (laughs) I so my brother my brother's too funny, so he actually watches it and then he um always tells me to watch it and I said no I'm not gonna watch it because (laughs) that will get me more angry and upset. But (laughs) I think tenants not paying their rent, it's it's rife right now. (laughs) And I have one currently in like I have one currently now that is giving me a headache. Okay. I mean, he, have, he's called me about this one, by well, the way. I have called me about it. Oh, so yeah, yeah, I got yeah. in three days' time now. <laughs> look at his, look at his face. Just, yeah, in three days, in three days time now. Set. 
in three days time now i'm ready for another world war five every month is going this story you know and this one this this particular one is very interesting you know they're using their faith as a tool let's not get into that too much please 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 um but it's just yeah and michael is it good that you're not pressuring me like this not even a good christian even using culture as well you know when you're managing people of of a similar similar background as well saying that familiarity I'm older than you. I'm older to be your dad. How can you talk to me like that? You're getting that from your tenant. Yeah, but and I'm like, look, business is business. The rent needs, the mortgage needs to be paid. But but yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, no, sorry. So that so so basically, that's one of the main things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And another thing as well is just um, in terms of things not working, Mm. like Ah. boilers not working or Mm. windows broken or stuff like that. But what is really good is that obviously I've kind of patterned things up with. I was going to say because I didn't die. You're a landlord, so it's your responsibility to. All right, mate. Boilers, so. Yeah, that's that, that, that's the whole. That's another whole expertise. That, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. I think the biggest, 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 biggest issue is tenants not paying, mm. um, not paying their rent. Yeah, no, you get you get fit screened from it, man. No, You'll yeah, fine. you do. You, 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 you I, do. I think, I think with me, I'm going to go into other second. I'm assuming he's had a similar experience, but with me, I think over time I've just learned that. If they're two days, three days, four days late, like it's not the it's end not of the world. Yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah, I, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. A, lo- a lot of um, people that are new to it, innit? people are new to it. They're yeah, panicked. They've yeah, not paid. Yeah, yeah. They didn't pay me it's yesterday. It's not that deep. Just yeah. <laughs> relax. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, have you had any similar experiences with um, tenants? Oh, to be tenants fair, we've paying? we've been quite fortunate up until probably six months ago. Okay. Yeah, we had a particular tenant to one of the properties in Lincoln, and I was speaking to Goki initially about this because mm. he would be about. Few days late, and Goku's mm. like, "Is he paying before the end of the month?" And yeah. I say, "Yeah." He yeah, said, yeah. "That's fine." Yeah, Goku is very but level-headed then, when it comes yeah, to this. Yeah, but then recently the guys kind of gone almost a month without paying, wow. and and yeah, so literally I just just told the lady managing the property to so just yeah. kind of serve start him the process. My, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, just start the process. And now with the court is being involved now, okay. and now you know we, we've just yeah. kind of given yeah, yeah, given yeah. him a letter. Yeah, but. Having said that, to be honest, you know, we've been quite fortunate. And Fantastic. yes, I know there's a lot of stories about tenants not paying, but, mm. you know, for us, our experience, those are few and far between. Mm. And actually it's been off. We've had probably more smooth sailing stories mm. with regards to our property experience. And I don't know if, if well, not really property experience, but with regards to tenant, mm. I don't know why that is. Maybe it's, it's the it, area it, where, yeah. we, where we're in. It could be. It could be or, the standard of the property you're getting as may, well. Maybe. Yeah. And also maybe, I don't know. The I, ma- think, I think what it could also be is um, you use professionals to actually manage your property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Referencing, all that get, kind of stuff. To get the... Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, Michael. Wow. <laughs> I'm not shady. Oh, no, Michael, he's in shade room. Shade. No, I'm joking, no, I'm joking. No, 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 I, I think that's quite... Yeah, 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 yeah. I use Jade. You know, she's she's our property manager um, up in Lincoln and she's she's very good because she, she does the vetting very well and, you know, we mm. make sure we go back, get referencing, get yeah. the bank statement, get yeah. all that stuff. So yeah. actually... We've 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 been fine. We've, yeah. we've been fine with that, to be yeah. honest. Even, even like now, where you have a tenant that's not paying, you guys can go to work and you don't really have to think. Oh about yeah, it. Jade served the notice. Jade did the absolutely. Your that's yeah, that's yeah, yeah, for yeah. 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 So yeah. And any day that can happen as well. So yeah, it's not it, like it it's. Uh, you yeah. nobody's immune to it. Obviously, you can do what you, the best you can do to kind of make sure you vet the tenants and but. People can change along the way. And exactly, exactly. And you, even with you, Michael, to be fair to you, you actually inherited these problems. It wasn't like you yeah, found these exactly. tenants and then you, you know what I mean? Like you, actually, you actually inherited those issues. You're actually trying to serve and help 
your auntie in that situation. So it's slightly yeah, different. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is slightly different. I mean, like I said before, with my properties, I don't really have issues. I've read them quite well. Um, no, I'm not saying you did not. Calm down. I'm just, I'm just pointing disclaimer. But yeah, like what I can just um, rightly um, said is that I have inherited his properties. And to be honest, what she's want me to do is to kind of like help her and from these issues, which I'm trying to at the moment, um, which I believe it will all, um, everything will actually will resolve. No, makes um, sense. It will resolve. I think what it is is that all the needs be put in place in regards to each property. Um, and it's a, a learning curve for me. Yeah. So by making sure that I'm becoming educated mm. and, and clued up with mm. the process, mm. for example, now how to put out section 21 or section eight. Yeah. Right? Um, hmm. how to landlord is a is a yeah. pro now. Landlord, pro pro now. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I could have easily outsourced. That, I could have easily outsourced mm. it to a company. Square mm. property. And I could have easily done that. But mm. I said before, it's just I want to learn. Yeah. And, you, and this is how I'm learning. Do you know what? Yeah, I think um it goes into a good point because obviously this episode is one of many that's gonna happen. You know, we're starting a community now with modern name medics and property strat and other people that are in the medical profession are gonna be able to lean into this episode, lean into the community and get more information. But some people will be like Ola and just prefer to outsource everything and others, you know, will have that time and availability and want to learn those things. And through this sort of partnership, this sort of community, people have both options and you ought to have a forum we can share the kind of ideas and things like that. Yeah. I did want to ask, because we're I don't know, we're interviewing the CEOs, founders of Modern Day Medics. What was that platform all about? And why did you start it? I want to hear a bit more about that. He was pointing at you, Michael. But wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, should I? Yeah, go for it, man. Uh, do you know what? So it's actually quite interesting because with Modern Day Medics, I wanted I wanted to start an organisation that was all about promoting black excellence. But what happened was that when I was in med school, Ola rightfully said to me, I will never forget, he was like, go to, look, finish medicine first finish become a doctor first and then once you're done we can actually think about starting the organization so thank god obviously i went through med school did well became a doctor now and then we literally sat down um and then we thought about how to go about starting the organization and the main ethos behind modern day medics is making sure that we see more of ourselves within this particular vocation i mean with our platform a lot of people might be like oh it's a lot of black doctors mm. but in reality there isn't actually that much of us mm. um for example now when i was in f1 at st thomas's there were 60 um new doctors started i was the out of 60 there was four oh, wow. um black doctors and i was only i was the only black male wow. doctor out of 60 and the other three were f- um were women and imagine now being a black a black doctor, a black male doctor with dreads. Already, that's already oh, yeah. like... Even me, I'll judge you. <laughs> <laughs> already now, it's like, oh, this is interesting. I had consultants looking at me, looking at my badge like three times to confirm who I was. So anyway, so I mean... Michael makes doctor look saucy. That's what it is, I right? I was going to say, do you just wear drip to work as well? Of like, course. Like yeah, I've like, seen wearing the good... Yeah. What is it? Balenciaga's on his feet at work. On a night shift, you know. We love to see it. But do you know what it is? At the end of the day, it's more so just trying to see more of us. Yeah. It's all about representation. That's what it's about. Representation matters. I know we use that word, we use those words a lot, but it is actually really important. What is... What is so important is that for patients to see me and be like, oh, are you my doctor? And I say, yes. And then they get, they're full happy that one of their own is actually helping them in the time of them being most vulnerable. Mm. 
Um, and what, what we've been going what four years now? Yeah, yeah. And through our organisations, we've been doing a lot of outreach. So we go to schools, faith backgrounds, um, and trying to encourage um, young people or even people in general to get into medicine. Yeah. And especially using my story to let them know that it's not too late to change, switch, mm. to pivot into into medicine if that's the case. And also as well to encourage students who are let's say in A levels now. And they're not necessarily guided in how to go about how to get into medicine. Like for example, now I didn't even have someone to tell me, look, Michael, this is the route to go into to get into medicine. Some people choose different courses that might be quite difficult difficult for them to get into medicine. But then through our, um, our um, organization, we're able to kind of like direct them and say, look, if you can't get into medicine this time around, these are other courses or other fields allied healthcare profession um, professions that you can get into mm. that'd be quite good for you to get into medicine such as um physiotherapy diagnostic radiography um pharmacy for example now nursing um but yeah so that's in a, in a nutshell that's what modern medicine is about and then i know Ola will add a few yeah no i think yeah. you've you've kind of summed it up really it's all about representation and trying to show people you know success within the black community in the medical sphere and with our collaboration is in four tiers for current doctors for current medical students for um sixth form students who wants to be who wants to do doctors and also for anyone out there who perhaps got family friends or contemplating their profession in medicine Mm. and i think it's important because you know we do need to celebrate the success within the black community in medicine and I think that's what our platform does. Um, does. And I think Michael does do a great job with the social media platform in terms of echoing this, really. And I think what we want to show is that a modern-day medic is not your guy with suit and tie all the time that may be a, perhaps a different, you know, colour skin, uh, you know, a, a, perhaps a different complexion or a different racial background from you. But actually, a modern-day doctor can be someone like Michael who's got dreads. A modern-day doctor can be... You know, someone who's also investing in property, a modern day doctor could also be a DJ, a modern day doctor could also be, you know, someone who does podcasts. So oh, I think that's model. that's sort of, I mean, a model. So I think that's sort of what we're trying to do as well to kind of showcase what a modern day medic, you know, look like. And often it's not what you might have seen maybe 10, 15, 20 yeah, years yeah. ago on TV about who, you know, who doctors are. Mm-hmm. And that's important, man. Um, and I think that's why we thought to kind of collaborate um, with do, to do stuff with modern day medics. Um, we're looking to hopefully do a webinar soon. Right, yeah, guys? I'm excited so, about that. So actually. yeah, definitely stay plugged in onto both our platforms to see what you know when the dates and everything like that. But just to bring it back down to back back to properties, we've spoken about the challenges and the struggles. And actually, no, let's let's even go back into the challenges a little bit. Was it plain sailing that like, buying property that like, in regards to the legals and the finding the properties and stuff like that. What was that process? Was was there any struggles in, in, in that aspect? That's a very good question. And I think, you know, the simple answer is yes. Mm-hmm. And I think what we thought was struggle then, probably not a lot of struggle now. And I think that's where experience comes into play. 100%. And I think that's why it's also important. If you know, my advice to anyone starting now would be to try and have someone who's been through it, you know, to to, to help them along the way. Mm. And I think the community we're planning to create is will, will be it will be a good platform for that actually because I mean, my brother was telling me this often. There's no problems you're going to encounter that there's there's no there's no solution to. Mm, and obviously, you guys have oh, got a, a lot of that's yeah, right. man, write it down, Thank mate. You. <laughs> and you guys, obviously, you guys have got a lot of experience, you know, in buying properties. So actually, I remember when we first started, even going through auction house was in in our head was oh a lot a big hurdle because 
our first property via auction. Okay. It's just not on. It's sort of unorthodox, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And going through that, you've got you know, I don't know, two months to get the property it's sorted. And you've got, you know, you've got to cough out a lot of money. You've got to cough out, you know, 10 grand within six days. Mm. You know, all that kind of stuff is a huge hurdle. And also, you know, in terms of buying your first property and having to deal with, you know, solicitors where actually a lot of people might not have dealt with solicitors before. Mm. This is probably your first time. I mean, I've got a friend who is currently trying to buy a property now and it's just the interaction with her and the solicitor, she... You know, they're making it sounds like it's something very, very, very serious and complicated. Yeah. But actually, you know, yeah. they're just trying to make sure the paperwork's are all fine so yeah, you can just yeah, get yeah. you over the line. It's yeah. not, you know, there's nothing grey about it. It's yeah. just so... So I think especially a lot of... catch you out when Exactly. Yeah, yeah, especially yeah. a lot of doctors, sometimes we overthink things, we overcomplicate things, perhaps if it's the first time we're trying to do it. Mm. And I think we had that to start with. And obviously it was good having you on board to kind of help me demystify yeah. a lot of those and just say actually you know it's fine just sign and, get yeah. and give it back in yeah. just making you normalize some of those yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. some yeah. of those yeah. some of those steps 100%. and i think although your book might people might think it's quite a small book yeah. but actually it simplifies these things and actually on purpose yeah. uh, you know it just kind of normalizes it like it's literally like going you know going the same way you you know you give someone money to buy a new car mm. the same way you give so you know so that's kind of how oh, houses yeah. there's nothing big and mighty about it so and it's just, so so i think for us our first first two properties was a good learning curve because a lot of the nuances that we were looking at that's making us that was making us really scared we had just someone like yourself tasha to help us along the way and actually after that actually it's just it was just fun because now yeah. sean loves and enjoys you know the, the whole process, process you know yeah. for me i still I wouldn't say I love it, enjoy it, but she loves it. Like yeah. when we would buy a new house property, she getting excited, speaking to solicitors, getting the houses and all <laughs> that stuff. Sean. You know, so so yeah. And also you know, house viewing is also another thing that yeah. people think is a big, big deal. deal. Oh my gosh, mm -hmm. I've got to go and see this house. Yeah. I live in London, yeah. going to Manchester. Mm -hmm. You know, just do like shopping. You know, just get three it. or four properties mm -hmm. together, just go on a red, you know, a trip down, we've got a music in the car, you're stopping off to get food. Mm -hmm. Just bang, 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 look at them, rap, you know, make some notes. Yeah. So it's trying yeah. to demystify a lot of the process that we think are big deals. And I think you can only do that, A, if you have someone in your team who's done it before, or if you have a community that can kind of hold your hand, you know, through that process. 100%. That's 100%. true. Michael, how was your process? I, I, I was, before Michael says anything, I will speak to you, Michael, because your confidence from when you first start talking about property till now, it's like a whole different... No, 100. Whole, whole different 100. person, do you know what I mean? 100. So it's like, yeah, obviously talk, talk your story, but it's it's good to see how you how you talk. I appreciate it. Um, and honestly, like all jokes aside, the credit really goes to you guys as well. And what Ola said is... It's really enough good. giving them credit, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean... I basically paid him off at this point, isn't it? Know, it's I mean, it's I mean, obvious. It's so. like they've paid him to yeah. say. But on a serious note, though, we have to give credit when credit is due and Ola said something really important was that you have to speak to people that you know are already doing it and that's what I did I spoke to you guys you know I didn't know much about it so I had to go to people that have done you know I went to Ola because obviously he started it before me um, and I think what I would definitely say the advice that I would give to modern day medics you know that who want to get into properties don't be afraid to buy books and read mm. um, you know educate yourself it's always it's all good you actually speaking to people as well but make sure you're you, you are aware of what's actually going on mm. be up to date with the current affairs when it comes to properties and there are a lot of um i think thank god for social media now there's a lot of platforms that um do share um knowledge or awareness into what's happening in the property sphere mm. um I, I was definitely put that um advice out there i think with me is like i said 
my first property was a bit was definitely a hurdle. I, um, I think what was what I would say is definitely go around, shop around. Don't be quick to go for your first property. Absolutely. I think that advice yeah, yeah. given quite. But I remember when I went to my first one, I was like, oh my god, I love it, I love it. But <laughs> and it's like, calm down, mm-hmm. you know, like calm down. You you know, you are gonna see other properties as well. Mm. Um, and I can I actually went with my like my intuition, my gut feeling. Like the property that that I bought first initially, when I saw, it, I was like, oh, oh, child, this is this is not nice. Mm. But then I saw the potential. I looked into, you know, I did my research. You know, look at the house prices within the area. How it's gone up. How it's gone up. You know, this property next door. When was it bought? How much is it worth now? Mm. Um, so making sure you're clued up on these things. Because don't get me wrong, buying a property, yeah. To be honest, you can buy a property, but where are you buying? Mm. You know, what is the value in your property? Mm. What, you know, are you are you actually going to make money from in the long term? Mm. You know, what's happening in that particular area? Mm. So, are you buying for income? Or are you buying exactly. Capital growth. Capital yeah. growth as well. Like, for example, now, my first property that I bought now, I thought, oh, hold on. In, um, the Elizabeth land actually wasn't, was it finished? Or was it on the cusp of being finished? And I knew immediately this is going to be, Yes, I knew, I knew that no matter what, this is definitely what I wanted. Mm. Now, looking back now, um, within the space of what two years, fifty fifty thousand now on top wow. of what I initially bought the property for. Wow! And mm, should I say this? And then now, say it. and then say it. Oh, calm down, calm down. Mm. And then that, and then obviously, as soon as I saw property, as soon as I saw the house what two doors down i thought there's no way i have to buy that one as well okay. eating it as well hmm. <laughs> now, now, now you just look at property i've got to buy it now oh, wow so it's, it's all about wow. and it's like just so basically just to conclude it's just to make sure that you are speaking to people um is it podcast you listen to listen to podcast people who mm. are um you know don't know what they're talking about and then read books as well it's really yeah, good. Yeah. before i thought you because i know you're gonna round up and stuff would you go for a fix up for next because i know most of the properties you bought have been quite Structured and you mm-hmm. know standard and stuff. I feel like you're itching for a bit of a project next, isn't it? Oh, I, I want a good old project. Oh, you I love it. I can see it in your eyes. I can see you that. Know, honestly, I, I know when I see the two points someone's no, eyes. I, and honestly, I actually never knew all of your first property was auction. Oh yeah, I yeah, never. Yeah. I actually never. This is. It's funny that we're all finding out something new about each other in terms of her property journey, and that's what I want. Um, I'm, I always hear about auction, but I always hear about the bad things about it. But yeah. it's good to hear success story from it. So that's. One thing so I'm look out for about. the modern day medic and property type pro- project next year yeah but i do want to buy a property where it's like literally from the ground up and i want to do you know so much to it so yeah, well we've we, we got something coming from the audience don't Is worry 100 just on that as well and um, before we round up um it'll be interesting to kind of know what's next for you guys property wise mm-hmm. um if you want to spin add medical wise as well if you know that yet you might want to add that in as well yeah. Um, I think for us, because um, actually this year, you know, we decided to kind of just go on a bit of a break because the last three yep. years have been property, property, property. So we kind of wanted to just enjoy, re- enjoy ourselves a little bit more. But I think next year, rather than doing, you know, our previous strategy, which was, you know, BRR in, you know, Link, you know, Lincoln and a bit in London, we want to, you know, try and collaborate, try and do some joint venture. I know I'm, I've spoken yep. to Goke about this, you know, trying because I'm quite excited about you know, a lot of the work it does from like, you know, getting a, you know, commercial to residential. So that's sort of what area I want to go into next. Well, I say I, but we want to go into next year. So for me, I'm quite excited about that. I also just want to, you know, tap into the Kent market as well, just to see what's there. Because obviously I live in London. I just want to see, you know, in terms of, you know, maybe do one in Kent, do one joint venture with, you know, property, you know, with Goke and, and see 
and for me that's that's sort of what next year sort of holds for me and i'm kind of excited about that actually that's exciting exciting michael who are you well i just want to finish training first to be honest (laughs) (laughs) after me um so yeah finish training Mm -hmm. and I actually do want to really delve into the commercial development. Kind of development. Mm-hmm. I really, I really love what you guys are doing. Um, I can't wait to be in a financial position mm-hmm. to really go full on. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from that as well, like Akin has somewhat alluded to, I, my next one, I do want to start from like somewhere that is really just rough and diamond mm-hmm. in the rough and just really bring it up. Because, um, like you said, all the properties I've got so far has been kind of like, just in a way, v- vanilla, just ready, ready, ready made, made somewhat. I mean, they're not new builds, but they're like ready made. Yeah. But I really want to have to something where I can really add, just add value to add, it. Really add value to it. I haven't done that yet, and it'd be quite good to see what I, I think can. You, learn. I think you'd be good at that as well. Um, yeah. yeah, thanks. Yeah, so yeah. that's it. But I really want to invest in some of the things. I know you guys are doing great things, and yeah. I really want to. Uh, no. I know you've been yeah, calling, yeah, yeah, yeah. calling me. Yeah, I know you've been calling me. I haven't dropped a penny yet. Mm. Well, yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. coming. It's coming. It's timing. The webinar will be good for though. That's to what try I see. Yeah, what yeah, other yeah. Yeah. options are out there yeah. because often a lot of us doctors, we are. You either want to get involved fully or you don't want to get involved at that's all. It, so it, you either want to be an active investor or passive investor. Exactly. And I think it's important to be aware that actually there is opportunity for that. Yeah. You know, someone like myself and Michael, we are sort of active investors, mm. but there are people actually, they've got the money there. They want to invest in property, but they want to, they don't want to yeah. do all the whole yeah, yeah, yeah. going to view houses yeah, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I think, nice yeah, and they yeah. just want, they just want a nice return. And I think this is what is important. You know, if anyone's interested in that, to, you know, make sure you stay tuned to, yeah. you know, property strategy on on social media or modern day medic on social media because yeah. this we've got an event coming up as well to Early try December. and explore you know explore some of this and i and i was i certainly will be telling a lot of my doctor friends because i think we all you know we all need to listen to this yeah i'll just literally you literally said i was going to say but so, like so I, that's it then no i will say it again okay <laughs> tell people who you know like to have the funds or don't necessarily have not that much of the funds that actually buy a property mm. but they have some funds to actually put money into investments so yeah. and i know that i do know a lot of my friends who have always said oh do you know what i've got money but i don't know how to how to use it yeah. or it's just in the bank just sitting there and it's not really reaping yeah, any yeah, rewards yeah, yeah, yeah. so the event that's going to happen somewhat in december mm-hmm. um, december this yeah well so, yeah well, this is well yeah we'll confirm we'll confirm um, just to make sure that TBC. people you know, people come in and you know yeah. get some, in, in the words of Allah some nuggets. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's true though. Yeah, yeah. But I think um, for us, I think that's why we've made this connection. For us as property strat, we've realised that you know, as we put our content over the last few years, we've helped so many people, so many people in different industries. But now it's really about diving deep into these one industries, understanding you know what are this you know the problems and how can we use property to solve these problems. And how, we, how can we come together and offer solutions through um, the services we offer, um, and also telling the sort of tailoring the sort of investment strategies to you guys as well. So for some some people, you know, investing passively makes sense. For some people, investing in uh, larger projects make, makes sense. Um, but it's really about tailoring. For example, even supported living that kind of leans into some of the stuff that you guys really understand. So it means that you know it's not just us coming and saying here's here's how you can do make money. It's us collaborative, you know, collaboratively coming together to figure out what makes sense for for you guys yeah just very quickly and i think a lot of things a lot of us doctor need to know is often we're very comfortable with you know our salary and also the opportunity to make money by locum mm. 
But what the government are doing now is trying to block that opportunity to do banks and do external locum oh, because there's a lot of doctors coming in from you know overseas to to try and because locum Taking is expensive. Well, I'm not they saying are. that way. Take away the shifts. But locum is expensive for the hospital, so it's best to have doctors on a full time you know so, a full time yeah, salary. Yeah. So, and we're already seeing in the GP setting now where there's less you know locum opportunities for GP. Yeah. So I think it's important for doctors to wise up about other alternative ways to sort of make money. And obviously there's a lot of ways out there, but obviously the reason why we're talking here is because a lot of us are doing it via property. And I think mm. as doctors, if you're thinking about it and you're kind of getting cold feet or you're not sure, I think this is the best time to try and just take it seriously because, you know, it's quite straightforward and, you know, there's just good opportunity to make, just kind of, kind of just build, you know, generational wealth really. Yep, 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 yep. But yeah, thank you so much, both of you, for coming through. Talk all day. Yeah, man, we really appreciate you guys coming through. You guys are not no small, worries. small boys. You guys are doing massive things in your in your industry, and we just we're blessed that you came through and blessed the pod. Do you want to close that, bro? Yeah, man. I mean, that's it, man. Really, um, everyone, stay blessed, stay investing, and then till the next one. Peace. Peace. Thank you. Take care. How you feeling? Sensational. Yeah. What did I do for you?